Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Yo, what's good, everyone? Welcome back to another Jets episode of the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast. With me, as always, my buddy, my co-host, my pal, my main man, Greg. What's up, Greg? How you doing, man? Dude, everything's good right now. I feel like the Jets are kind of settling in. I'm a little settling in, you know, getting the summer vibes, getting in the summer mode a little bit. The offseason, we can kind of relax a little, breathe a little. We got one more big signing to get to. We'll talk about in a little bit. Once we get that done, I feel like we're coasting until preseason gets started, you know, practices, OTAs, whatever you want to call them. So everything's been good, man. What about you? How's everything going? Well, I, I think I'm finally it, – it's Thursday, May 18th. Uh, the one Jets drive episode just dropped. Yeah. We're now in game two of the Eastern and Western Conference finals in basketball. I think I just got over the Knicks loss. Yeah. <laughs> literally, I think. I didn't want to bring it up because I didn't know how you stood on it right, right yet. I just, uh, I think I just got over it. Um, I'm in love with this Heat team. I, I, I want to sign Caleb Martin for, <laughs> for $100 million. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Max. Okay, Max Caleb Martin, he's the best, he's the best two way player to ever live. (laughs) He's killing it. Anyway, um, the one Jets drive, uh, flight 23, the Ascension, the most dramatic, uh, name ever. I love it. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that and a recap of that. We haven't spoken since the schedule came out, so we'll go through uh, all the games there. Uh, see how that's looking for you. Anything that specifically that caught your eye. Plus, we got some Jets news to update everyone with. Um, so figured we'd go live right after the, the one Jets drive episode came on, which is, uh, our annual propaganda. We might yes. have two this year with hard knocks. Uh, Ooh, that, double dip it on the propaganda. I would love to see that. <laughs> it's good. Dude, not only that, they're giving us six primetime games. Of course, we'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, the schedule later, but yeah, this is all hype, but I, I absolutely love how one Jets drive started today where, for the first 25 minutes, it just summed up like four months of my life. It felt like, you know what I mean? Where it was going through all the media talking about Aaron Rodgers. And at this point, I, I literally remember where I was, uh, when I was watching that Aaron Rodgers press conference. Absolutely. Uh, not, not only the press conference, but also the, the, whatever it was with Pat McAfee, his daily, uh, his weekly thing, but oh, he stopped. Yeah. He stopped Aaron Rodgers Tuesday, and then it was a Thursday. I, I literally remember where I was listening to that. Yeah, you and five hundred other thousand people. That was crazy. That was a moment. Half a million people, and now <laughs> Pat McAfee's on ESPN, which he should yep. be just just for game day specifically. That's why. That's why they needed to hire him. But anyway, dude, what'd you think about the one Jets drive episode? Shout, first of all, shout out to Richie from uh, New York Jets yeah. Media, and. If you can come through to his Jets Media Day, which he does a group day on doing it for the Patriots game, week three this year, which is going to be our first one o'clock game, the week right before Kansas City Sunday Night Football. I mean, that's going to be a big game. I'm definitely going with him, so hit him up if you want to come with us. And also, 
Hoodie Johnson, bro. Lee Valentine got in on you know on a nice yes, little cameo did. there with, with his Hoodie Johnson, dude. I absolutely love that. But what, what, what were your thoughts about One Jet's drive today? Flight twenty three, the Ascension. First of all, I mean, I, I saw I saw your boy there. I got excited for you. Um, I saw a couple people that you know we've collabed with and we see on these Twitter streets and YouTube streets. So it's great to see them getting some shine. Shout out to all the Jets content creators. I mean, there's so many now. It's awesome to see everyone get a little shine on the biggest propaganda machine going the Jets got. <laughs> um, I hate the Emmy name. Award, the that's the Emmy award winning propaganda machine. Emmy award winning propaganda. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good. Thank, thank God you checked me on that. Um, <laughs> don't want to get caught slipping out here. Um, dude, I hate the name Ascension. I feel like that just puts a whole nother level of pressure. Like I already got a Super Bowl future. I'm already dreaming about Aaron Rodgers. What's your what's your future on? Like um just as a just with the Super Bowl, it's like three thousand. Oh, let's go. I got it at thirty five hundred. Okay. I haven't yeah. met anyone that has it more than thirty five hundred yet. I'm yeah. just wondering if yeah. anyone got it in faster than me. <laughs> no, no, got it. Uh yeah. So um, you know, I I got enough pressure on it. So I don't need the ascension. To be the name of the next, I don't know if it's six week, eight weeks, ten weeks, whatever this Jets <laughs> drive, you know, uh, flight twenty three thing is going to be. But you know, I, I thought overall it was a great first episode. I mean, it covered so much ground. I love the flashbacks to like Joe Douglas getting introduced, Robert Sala doing his interview, like um, all that stuff. Just kind of brings it full circle with a lot with where we're at. I mean, they were showing that, and then they were showing Sauce Gardner. And then Garrett Wilson winning like defensive and rookie MVPs, uh, offensive rookie MVPs. So it's incredible to see the progress that this team has made and ultimately landing with signing Aaron Rodgers, a move that I don't think there's ever been a bigger signing in, in, in the NFL history. I mean, when have you seen a four time MVP, a Hall of Fame quarterback be traded? Um, it's, inc- it's incredible. And for the price that we got him at, like shout out to Joe Douglas again. I don't know if we talked about that on here, but again, the price that we got Aaron Rodgers that just goes another thing to just put another feather in, in Joe Douglas's cap of why he's the best at these trades, man. It's incredible. Well, the issue there, of course, was moving back in the draft this year with two spots. Steelers traded up with the Patriots. Patriots got their guy, and the Steelers got the offensive lineman, right? So we'll see how that works out. Broderick Jones, yeah, I saw a couple things that were saying that we were we were taking McDonald no matter what. So, of course, but I you mean, know, but of course, of course you're gonna say that after the fact, yeah, yeah. What are they gonna say? Oh no, we didn't want him. But they were the yeah. fact was they they kept all the time on the clock. They took the entire shot clock. That's true. I mean, Ten minutes because they were trying to trade down because they know nobody else wanted McDonald. So at that point, they knew they were gonna get him. And they probably were trying to trade down because they knew no one else was going to grab him. But really quick, you mentioned Sauce Gardner. Any thoughts about the the Sauce documentary? I thought it was awesome, man. I thought it was really cool to see him doing his own stuff, dude. To me, you know, I thought it was it was interesting to see his backstory. I mean, we've been talking about him for years. I've been I've been betting on Cincinnati football for three years now. So, um. I'm familiar with his game on the field. I'm familiar with him. Knew he's from Detroit. N- know what the city of Detroit is like through just being alive in the last 20 years. But just to see it up close in person, to see where he's come from and where he's gotten to is an incredible story. Um, it was an hour long. It's on YouTube. It's on his YouTube. So if you haven't checked it out, I think it's worth going and checking out. Um, to me, it speaks a little bit more towards um the new age of of athlete that we're getting in pro sports. I mean Sauce Gardner had a deal with Buffalo Wild Wings in his rookie season. He has his own YouTube channel that he promotes and creates content for. He streams Modern Warfare and Grand Theft Auto on Twitch. He has his own Grand Theft Auto Discord server or a private server and Discord channel. I mean Do you watch him play? I don't even I even know. Oh yeah. Yeah, That's he's pretty hilarious. good. I love he's pretty that. good. I mean, the Grand stuff, the Grand Theft Auto stuff's all right, but the Modern Warfare is pretty nice with it. So, yeah, I watch him play. I watch him stream. I mean, it's it's incredible to watch your one of your favorite players, a cornerstone piece of your franchise, is just racking up twenty kills quick in Modern Warfare, like <laughs> doing his thing on a modern, you know, doing his thing in Grand Theft Auto. So, 
it's cool to see. Like I said, I think it's, it speaks to more of the new age athlete that we're going to be seeing, especially with the NIL money coming in. People creating all these brands on Instagram and TikTok and social media, YouTube channels, vlogs, behind the scenes stuff. Um, even one Jets Dry to tie that piece in. I mean, all the footage they've had from the last three years, the way they cut it up, the way they produce it. I mean, you saw the credits roll at the end. There's 30, 40 people working on this thing and it's a, a 10 episode series to, you know, that they, that they, that they put out in May. That has nothing really to do with football or, you know, game day at all, but it's incredible to watch. It's very cool, but it's just, it's also just take a step back and just realize this new age of media or sports that we're in right now. It's kind of cool to see. And then we're going to have HBO working on the same thing, just from a different angle. Yeah, I don't know. Or I don't know if they're kind of like the preseason stuff and then HBO is kind of like OTAs and preseason football games and stuff. No, and to go through the whole season. Cut. Remember what was it like the Titans? They started week nine or something crazy like that? Or the yeah, Cardinals? The, Car- the Cardinals, right? They did the midseason hard knocks and stuff. That was crazy. Yeah, so. I don't yeah, know why and then, I mean, agree to that, but I guess we have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Everyone's talking about how we're eligible for hard knocks. I don't know if that means just the preseason hard knocks or if that means preseason and midseason hard knocks. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't know. know, but what are your thoughts? What did you watch the documentary or what are your thoughts on the the first episode of uh the ascent? You know, I didn't watch the sauce doc, but he talked about pressure. He, I feel like he 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 has a lot he's making a lot of pressure for himself to step up next year. He's he's burning the cheese head. He's making documentaries about himself. He won the award. You know, he killed it this year. I just, he has to perform next year and he's like making jokes like, Oh, I get mad at other quarterbacks. I get mad at other coordinators for even testing me. Like, all right, they're going to say, all right, like we're going to test you to see what happens. You know, I, I just, I, I just hope he's just as good next year. I have all the confidence in the world that he is, but from my perspective, he's doing a lot with the commercials, with the, you know, with the magazine covers with his hand looking all weird. <laughs> with the sauce. Yeah. Whatever that was. <laughs> he's doing his thing. Um, Listen. He, as a defense, you get to be in the, in the background, and we're going to talk about the defense here with Carl Lawson, Quinn Williams in a second. Yeah, um, I got a couple last takeaways from the Sauce Doc though. While we're speaking on Sauce, real quick, ultra competitive, intelligent, intelligent beyond belief, according to his coaches and the people that he grew up with. Very laid back, very chill. Doesn't drink, doesn't smoke, doesn't party. Is a man of God. And is just focused on playing football. One of the biggest breaks he had growing up was he had, besides playing football and staying dedicated to football, he was like undersized coming out of high school, going into college. So he had like all the skills and all the talent and stuff, but just did, he was like five nine. Now he's like six three or whatever. So had some offers, but not really offers kind of stuff like that. But then people started getting hurt above him in the roster and he just stayed ready and stayed healthy and then came in and got an interception. I think got a pick six in his first game and then just never left the field after that. So I thought that was like an interesting story about just like he, he wasn't always this freakish, you know, this, this alien that's six, three unbelievable skills, unbelievable talent. He worked really hard. He's a student of the game. Then when he got his opportunity, he made it happen. So I do feel like there, he's creating some pressure for himself, but I also feel like from what I what I saw in the documentary and what I see, you know, watching Twitch and just seeing his clips online, stuff like that, super laid back, doesn't get to him, just doesn't get mixed up with the partying scene and the, you know, hanging out and doing all this stuff, going to Miami or going to Las Vegas or going out to the clubs. He's just exactly. chilling, playing his Grand Theft Auto and Modern Warfare, focusing on football, which I wish all the Jets would do that. He's not James Harden and John Moraining it up. Yeah, he's not going to the strip clubs in between weeks like some of these guys in between playoff games. <laughs> That's crazy. I can't believe that happened. But anyway. He dropped, dropped 45 the next game, though, so, you know. Yeah, whatever. He, he, <laughs> yeah. His stamina ran out uh, two games yeah. later. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, with this, uh, with this one Jets drive thing, it's cool, man. It, the, the, all, all the background stuff, is, it's really nice to see. The, you know, there was a couple of cool, you know, phrases that came from Aaron Rodgers' mouth, which, which was pretty awesome that how 
talked about how he, you know, he wants, he, first of all, he called this a storied franchise. I feel like a, I, I don't even know. I, I feel like a loser being excited that he called us that, <laughs> but it's just funny that like, you know, that from other people's eyes that matter in football, like, one of the best quarterbacks ever to say that it just feels good. <laughs> like even if he's yeah. lying, <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, but that he believes in this team at, to like actually win. But what really stood out was, uh, I forgot some guy from NFL network. I recognize his face. I, I just don't know his name. He said one of, uh, he, he had like a little, uh, piece in there. He said his friends that are Jets fans were messaging him, asking him what the vibe was. Uh, it was the day that Aaron Rodgers was coming to the press conference. He was like, oh, there's a lot of excitement, but I'm going to tell you what, everything's going to change the minute Aaron Rodgers comes in. Yeah. And I feel like the first day everyone was being weird. Like, to be honest with you, uh, Woody Johnson or Hoodie Johnson, uh, his presser wasn't, it was really awkward. Like he, he, he didn't know what to do with himself. He like, he like stumbled out on his words. He was just so giddy and excited. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, what to do. He didn't, he, I know, but like, he, he didn't, he, like, he, he didn't shake his hand. Like, he was walking yeah. away. And I just, and I just like, oh, like, I'm just supposed to shake my hand. He's like, oh, yeah. Like, everybody's like, doesn't know what to do right now. Like, what is this Hall of Famer doing that wants to be here? Not Brett Farving it up, right? Where he's just here for one year. He really wants to be in Minnesota. Like, he doesn't want to be in Minnesota. He really wants to be here. Like, that's, that's what I took from it. And dude. I, I, I also, I thought it was really cool that they put the Joe Douglas and, uh, Robert Sala perspective in there. Cause Sala came in there. He's like, dude, I don't know what's been going on the last two years, but like, I know what I'm about to do now. So he's like seeing it from, he's like going to see what, what Joe Douglas' trajectory has been. It's like, it's been crazy. And like from his, pers- and like, this, we knew that, but to see it from Coach Sala's perspective is hilarious. Not to see it from Aaron Rodgers' perspective. Like every two years is like, we, we add like a main chip. You know, it, yeah. into the pot here. So I, I, I think it's really cool. It's, it's building the franchise, Greg, that you always talked about. Uh, just, you know, for since, I don't know, since I, since I met you, I don't know. I was like a decade ago now at this point. Yeah. I've been talking about it for 15 years. This is how you build a winning franchise. You like at the, the last thing you do is plug in the quarterback, right? We thought we did that with Wilson, right? We won despite him, honestly. And now we, it didn't work. So we took him out and we added Aaron Rodgers. Like we were always waiting for that veteran. It made sense. I was screaming in since November to add this guy. It finally happened. We're finally here. And now let's move on. Like I'm so happy that we got him. It's over, right? Like we, I'm going to be, I'm going to the, I'm going to go to the green and white practices. Yes. I'm going to go to the, o, the, the OTAs open to the public. I'll be there. Right. Uh, uh, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be way different. I'm excited to see that. I love that Lazard is there. We'll see if Mercedes Lewis joins. I love that Cobb is here, and I love that all of our boys are back. And I love that yep. Moore is gone, dude. I'm I'm so I'm so happy that Elijah Moore is gone. I'm so happy that Aaron Rodgers is the number eight. I don't care if Elijah Moore becomes the best wide receiver in the NFL this year. Like it does not matter at all. Like that's how that's how comfortable I am. That's how good I am with this whole process. I don't think he will be at all. But I'm just saying, even if he is, it's fine. Like we're we're still on a good trajectory. It's no problem, and we're gonna see him. We're gonna see him. On prime time, yes, we will. Thursday night football. Yes, we will. It's gonna be cold. I'm excited to see who's gonna prevail. Aaron Rodgers number eight or the Cleveland number eight. In, you know, in week was it seventeen? It's on the. It's on yeah, the on Amazon Prime, baby. Thursday night football. Um, yeah, there's that one clip that keeps going around that drives me absolutely nuts. So it kind of drives me crazy. We're even. Th- I'm even talking about it, but it's like they're talking about like the Jet season and like. Can they contend for a Super Bowl? They're like, hell no, hell no. Like, even with Rodgers, yeah, even with Rodgers. Like, maybe if they still had Elijah Moore, they would still, they would be able to contend. What did Elijah Moore do that made people, that make people think that he's like a difference maker? I still don't understand. Well, he got third downs with Zach Wilson as quarterback. That's what he did. I mean, that, 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 that's what you put on your resume. Like, look what I did with what I had. I had three uh, good football games. Here you go. We can win a Super Bowl look- now. It matters so much that Devontae Adams just came out. He said the main reason he wanted to go to the Vegas Raiders was so he can kill it and show everyone that he can do it without Aaron Rodgers. I mean, it makes a difference for these people. Yeah. Speaking of difference makers, Aaron, uh, Joe Douglas is back on the hot seat here. For one for a good reason and one for a bad reason. Where do you want to start, Greg? Let's start with the cool throne. Carl Lewis. Carl Lewis. Carl Lawson. Uh, Carl Lawson. So today, Field Yates and our boy, Connor Hughes, both 
dropped the news that Carl Lawson restructured his contract. He had $15 million guaranteed this non-guaranteed this year. Yep. So that's why he was a candidate to be cut for us or restructured in some way, shape, or form. The Jets made it clear during the owners' meetings that Carl Lawson was staying on the team. Plus, we just drafted McDonald. So that means with, with this restructure, which is a base value of $9 million, $8 million guaranteed, plus $3 million in incentives, but it created almost $13 million in cash space for this year. Yeah. We'll get to we'll get to what all that kind of means, but at this point, the facts are Lawson, Franklin Myers, uh, have the have the guaranteed contracts. Lawson, was it law? Was a depth chart? Okay, the the the, the it slipped in my mind this second, but the, with the but what I'm trying to say is Bryce Huff does not have a guaranteed contract, and and neither does Michael Clemens. The rest of the four do. I'll, I'll pull him up right now. It slipped my mind. Yep. Um, do you think that Bryce Huff might move on? Oh, Jermaine Johnson, the rookies, Jermaine Johnson and McDonald are the guarantees plus Lawson plus John Franklin Myers. Those are the four guarantees. Clemens and, uh, Bryce Huff are not. Do you think that makes a difference? Do you think that Bryce Huff can be traded? We did put him on the second round tender. He's a, he's a one year, uh, contract now. Do you think that? Yep. Rich Zamini made a comment of it, so I, I just wanted to. Uh, first of all, are you hyped with Carl Austin being resigned? And what yes. do you think about what it kind of does to the D line, including Bryce Huff? Sorry, I stumbled. Yeah, out. I think I think it just allows everyone to eat. I mean, if he's, I mean, the two people that we have on screen right now, Lawson and Q Will. I mean, the two of them were able to play off each other so well that they created significant pressures without having to blitz like a ton of people. Um, I was watching someone break down Jets the Jets defense over the last two years and the night and day difference they've been able to have. And part of that's being able to get pressure without blitzing a ton of people. Like when we had two years ago, that terrible, terrible defense, it's because we had single high coverage almost every single time. And then we had to blitz extra people in order to get pressure every single time it created one-on-one assignments, it created terrible mismatches for us, and it made us predictable. If this defense is able to get pressure without having to blitz a ton of people, we can drop proper coverage and run like a two a two high you know two high shell game on the on the back end and allow our safeties to make some plays. It it gives us a ton of flexibility, and the most important thing that the person was explaining when they were breaking it down was that it doesn't make us predictable, but you're going to get the same look every time. So they were breaking down plays from last year. Like we sacked Joe Burrow in the game we played against Cincinnati early in the season because we re-ran, we run the same defense every time it looks the same, but you can't make pre-snap reads. You have to wait until we actually start moving on defense to see where the coverage is going. Are we running man? Are we running zone? Are we blitzing? Are we not blitzing? So these two guys, man, I mean, Carl Austin has been huge. I mean, he apparently had an injury last year. And had some work done or play through whatever he did. Achilles setback, and, Greg. Don't that, Achilles you, setback. Achilles setback. What yeah. does that even mean? And he and he played well. So I mean, if he's healthy and he's pl- clicking on all cylinders, one, it's a veteran guy for McDonald to learn from. Two, it's someone that can just amplify this defense once we get Q will signed back and once we get him rocking and rolling, get him happy, whatever that may be. All right. So you you think Bryce Huff's going to be fine? I think so. I mean, if, if he's a trade piece during the season because we just literally have too many good players, I think that's a great spot to be in. I think, God forbid, there's injury. It gives us a depth piece to play. And plus, he's he's been good. He's he's, he's been, been a he's piece. been a contributor. Yeah, he's been a he's, contributor for us. He just so. gets low snaps, like like in the in the in the high twenties, his his percentage, yeah. but his which, efficiency rates are insane or whatever. It's unbelievable. I'm yeah. just wondering if McDonald kind of gets a red shirt here. I'm, I feel like he's the one that's going to get screwed in all this just for this year, and, and he's going to be called a bust and all that stuff, even though it's one year. But you it mentioned Q Will. Sorry, go ahead. It could be for sure. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like I think he's going to have kind of like a Jermaine Johnson type season. Like he's going to play. He may miss a few games. He may have some big plays here and there, but it's not going to be un, unworldly. Like our other three draft picks in that draft class. Were unworldly when they when they hit Jermaine Johnson. I mean, he had the big time sack on Josh Allen to close out that Buffalo game. 
besides that, I don't know if there was any plays that were like I was screaming up and down, like, oh my God, oh my God. Like, <laughs> you know, he had some good plays, don't get me wrong. And he had some good snaps, some good reps, but I think he takes a big step this year. I think Michael Clemens takes a step this year. I think McDonald's going to have, he's going to show some flashes, but there's also going to be a lot of just growing pains. I mean, it's a very tough position to play at the NFL level. Yeah. So you mentioned Quentin Williams. The other, I mean, that was the good news, right? Carl Lawson, yep. good news, restructured, staying on one year, creating 13 million to cap space. The only bad news is what happens to Bryce Huff and McDonald playing time. We kind of talked about that for a little bit. It'll become clearer during the offseason training camp, during the preseason counts. The more you play, usually at the end of the game, the less you're going to play during the regular season. So we'll, we'll uh, keep count of all that. But speaking of bad news, we have Q. Will, Quinn and Williams are all pro. Like in tweets. The guy who... I'm going to say on the field brought back one, one of the cows in bringing Aaron Rodgers to the Jets. He talked about when the Jets came to Lambeau, he killed them. He sacked yes, them. He, he was did. dancing on them. Um, he also spoke about the fans. Shout out me <laughs> for bringing yeah, Aaron Rodgers. I'm, there, absolutely. I'm taking, I'm taking that. I'm taking that W for sure. <laughs> uh, I don't care what anyone says, but here we are. Quinter Williams deleted the Jet stuff from. From his social media, we know that he wants to get paid. We know he's not showing up to the OTAs, which are voluntary workouts, so it's fine. The truth of the matter is, if the jet if the Jets want to be annoying, they could have they could have him for two years and not bat an eye. He's under contract this year. They franchise him next year. They can have him for two years without doing without touching anything, but. Obviously, that's not where they want to go. It's their player. We drafted him from Alabama. He's been a beast. We should reward him. We The money is on the uh, bottom ticker right now if you're watching on YouTube. If yep. not, there's three 26-year-olds, Jeffrey Simmons, Darren Payne, and Dexter Lawrence. Dexter Lawrence and Payne make 22.5 per year. Simmons makes 23.5 per year, literally $1 million more. There's a total guarantee and a fully guarantee. Uh, they differ a little bit for each, but for the most part, Simmons is making 60 mil. Payne is making 60 mil. Dexter right, Lawrence is making 59 mil. Yeah, that just has to do with like injury differentiation or whatever. But yeah, essentially to summarize what you've been saying, there's three 26-year-olds that all got paid pretty much the exact same contract. So the <laughs> market's set. We know if you're a defensive lineman, if you're an interior defensive lineman, if you're this old and you're playing at this level, which Q will is, but so is everyone else. Like people are out here saying that Q will is the second best D, D tackle in the league. Yeah, by some metrics, by other metrics, other metrics, metrics is these guys. I mean, like the, it's he's not so far head and shoulders that he should be getting an extra ten million dollars a season, in my opinion. So we know what the market is. So what are we talking about, John? Where's the holdup? <laughs> Because we don't have to pay him. That's what I'm wondering. Do you think? Do you think this is just like, uh, okay, well, we're clearing this cap space because we're eventually going to get you, or are the Jets kind of reluctant? I don't know. I mean, the, the the thing that I've been seeing going around Twitter is that someone tweeted out yesterday, and then and then Quentin Williams liked it. And Here's the, the thing, dude. Like, like, like. Did if, you see if that tweet? No, but if you're if you're pull it up, but if you're if you're Quentin Williams, yeah, I got it. If you're Quentin Williams. You were the third pick in the draft. Dexter Lawrence got picked behind you, and he just got paid. I feel like he wants more, right? There's no way he wants the same amount of money as these. Three. This is this is what the tweet said. Again, Q will like this tweet, so we'll see what see, we'll see what happens. The Jets and Quinton Williams are not debating about the actual money. He is not asking for Aaron Donald type money. The hang up in this contract deal is over years. How long of a contract, and obviously the amount of guarantees that come with it. Fully expect to get this deal done. Okay. And then Q so, will liked it. All right. So, so Q will is good to go. Yeah. So it's not me. about money. It's about years. It sounds to me, according to that tweet, Q will might want five or six years and all these other deals are four or three or four years. So the hang up is that he wants a longer contract with more guaranteed money. And the Jets probably don't want to pay someone until they're 32 or 33. They want to pay him a three or four year deal. 
And then when he's 30 something, they can make a determination on, on if he's good. Again, Q will. I love Q will. He had a tremendous season last year. He's had one good season as a Jet. Yeah, it was a, it was a contract year, but also not that yep. something is weird about that because it's not NBA contracts where the years really matter. In the NFL, actually, they have they add void years to the end in order to make the salary cap fake, quote unquote. Yeah. Like Aaron Rodgers making sixty mil this year, but he's only two million dollars on the cap because of the void years at the end. Yep. So we'll see how that works out. I fully expect Quinn Williams back. I'm hype. Lawson's back. Lawson. Healthy Lawson. I mean, just real quick, he played out with me real quick because I, you know, this stuff better than I do. Say, God forbid, I hate that I'm even saying it. A deal doesn't get done. He's still under contract, right? So he could yeah. sit out. If you sit out and you don't play, it doesn't count for this year that uh, on your contract. You have to play. You have to play four games. Is it? I don't know the exact number, but you have to play. Yeah. You can't yeah, just like think, not show up. I think Will Compton was talking about that. You have to you have to be on the active roster by week one, and then you have to play a certain amount of games for it to like fully count as a league year or something like that. It might be four because I've, or it might be six now. Then because remember the they, they changed the injury to six. Yeah, six years out. Yep. So yeah, six years, six weeks. Um, I'm not sure though about that exactly. So so then he's not going to sit out then, but he's going to play and he's going to give a half-ass effort. Like I don't, you know, I don't get what that does for him. I assume that he would play just as hard because he's still trying to get the big contract. It's going to get done, man. And him and Quentin Jefferson right. plus Al Woods is going to be unreal with Solomon Thomas and Tanzel Smart behind them. I mean that 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 sounds good to me. Switching up between Carl Lawson, John Franklin Myers, Jermaine Johnson. Will McDonald, Bryce Huff, and Michael Clemens sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. <laughs> the linebackers, <laughs> right, I, I don't know. I, I, right now, <laughs> Jamie Sherwood is, is starting. Everyone's telling me they're happy with that. Juan right. Alexander, are we getting him back? Let's, let's get it on the record right now. We signed him post-June 1st. He went to go meet with, what, the Steelers, the Bears, Saints? <laughs> I, I hope so, man. I hope so. After June 1st, it's going to be very interesting. Who's going to get cut? Who's going to get picked up? The Jets are obviously saving a bunch of money in cap space for this year for a reason. Dalvin it's not Cook. for Aaron Rodgers. Dalvin Cook. That's who I want, John. But talking about Okay, it here's the Jets. thing. We'll get into that right before we get into the schedule here. Okay. They freaked out about Zeke Elliott coming to the squad. They had a hissy fit on Twitter. I don't know if they yeah. do that stuff now with Aaron Rodgers in the building. But at this point, do you even do you spend like five million dollars for Dalvin Cook, or is, or or is your room gonna have a hissy fit? Like I don't know if you want to do that to your team chemistry. You know, I, honestly, even though, I mean, uh, Michael Carter, nice guy. I don't know what he really does for the for the running back room. If I'm being yeah. honest with you, Brees Hall, who knows if he's gonna be healthy? Ty Johnson's cool. Picked up a rookie, fine. Bam Knight's cool. Like, I I I I would love Dalvin Cook in Madden, but I don't know if we're gonna pick him up for chemistry reasons, like. Dom Kong Su, I also think he'd be great for the Jets in Madden, right? Post, post June 1st. I just don't know if he's good for the chemistry of this team. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's, you know, he's chasing rings. He did it successfully in Tampa Bay. Maybe he could do it successfully here again. I mean, him and Aaron Rodgers certainly have some history, so I don't know how that would play out. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, that's right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so I don't think well, he's going there. Cook. <laughs> yeah, yeah. For me, Dalvin Cook, Zeke, I, I agree. I mean, Zeke maybe set, now that we have Rodgers, it changes a little bit. To me, I don't know if I'm crazy in my head. I always assumed Zeke would have a higher premium than Dalvin Cook. Like, for example, if we were going to pay Dalvin Cook $8 million, I assume that we would be paying Zeke $14 million. Like, he would be Jeez. a little less than double. Dalvin Cook is a better running back. And I think Dalvin Cook's a better player. That's my thing. That's what I, I think Dalvin Cook just flies under the radar for some reason. I think Dalvin Cook can lead if he stays healthy, which is always a question. He rarely is, but neither is Zeke. I think he could lead a running back room. Um, for me, it just my biggest thing with all this is that I think it just takes a lot of pressure off Brees Hall to come back and be great right out the gate. If you bring in a veteran running back like him, like Dalvin Cook or even Zeke at this point now that we're talking about it. Because Zeke's not signed with anyone, right? He's still a free agent. Yeah. I think he's still a free agent. So There's rumors about him every three days. Yeah. Um, 
I'm okay with that because I think it just takes I need I need Brees Hall to be good for the next ten years. I don't need him to be good for the first ten weeks of the season. Like if Brees uh, Hall need, comes back Greg, I need to be good for one year. I need to be good for twenty twenty three. I know the Aaron Rodgers deal looks like it's gonna be a two year deal. I'll say I need Brees Hall for two years, but I really I really just need Brees Hall for twenty twenty three. I don't saying. care about anything else. That's what I'm saying. If we bring but I'm saying I don't want to throw away Brees Hall's career for yeah. The first six weeks of the season, and he gets hurt again. Like they're big dude, six weeks, Greg. They're big time. six weeks, though. Yeah, I know. But take your time. <laughs> get through the bye week. We got Dalvin Cook, and then Michael Carter, and Bam Knight, and the rookie that we drafted. I still can't pronounce his name, but I'll figure it out by the time Israel, the bro. Around. Just Israel, and and Aaron Rodgers is hugging him, like so we're good to go. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we'll figure it out because we got Dalvin Cook or Zeke Elliott. Like that's that's the only. Him, Ben Jones at center, those are the two big names that I'm still looking at being like, I would love to sign Dalvin Cook and Ben Jones and just shore up this offense 1,000%. We just we just got Tittman. We just got McGovern back. Now we're going to get Ben Jones. I, I mean, it'll be interesting. I just don't see it happening. Yeah, we just have no money invested in the center position. It's like we can sign Ben Jones for $8 yeah. million. That's true. Too many bodies. You always want the beef, I know. Yeah. I just want a veteran center. I don't want Connor McGovern to get hurt, and then all of a sudden we just have t- the whole season's riding on a fucking rookie center. Fair enough. Fair enough. So let's go into the schedule here. Yep. We mentioned it a couple times. We didn't get your th- we didn't get our thoughts on it. We're not going to go through every game, do the W and the L just yet. Let's get some okay. time to see uh, what the teams have to offer. What's really interesting right now. Is the Jets open up the entire season? It's not the Kansas City Chiefs, baby. It's the New York Jets versus the Cleveland Browns on August third, the <laughs> Hall of Fame game, where we're gonna see four quarters of Zach Wilson. <laughs> I can't wait, <laughs> and some Chris Traveler. But this time, it's not gonna be my life depending on Zach Wilson's throws and watching his footwork and seeing what we can do to dial up and seeing if he's reading the defense. This is gonna be me chilling, like, oh, did Zach Wilson get better with Aaron Rodgers? Offseason with Aaron Rodgers, or is he the same? Or does it really matter? Sounds good. Maybe we can trade him. I don't know. Like, that's what a world. What a world that we're starting off. And it's against Cleveland. I've, we have so much history against Cleveland at this point. Uh, we always have yeah. crazy finishes. We, there's always rules being set because of, uh, from our tight end, Baker. Uh, then they, they changed the, the push out rule because of him because it should have been called. And then we have last year where we score, where you Reggie Millard them. With Joe Flacco, that was pretty cool. And Braden Mann, rest in peace. Did he get signed yeah, by the other team? Not that I saw, but I also haven't been looking. Um, shout out to him. Hopefully, he gets on the team. I'll, I'll, root for, I'll, I'll root for him more than anything on the planet if he's not on the yeah. Jets. I hope he does great. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. So we open up with that preseason. We also have the Giants in the preseason, and again, obviously in the regular season. But yo, mm. week one. Monday Night Football, Jets, Bills, 9-11. I'll be there, Greg. What do you think about that opener? It's incredible. It's incredible. I think you're calling it. You're calling your shot that it's going to be Jets, Giants week one. I think this is the next best thing. We got Buffalo in-house hosting primetime Monday night. I mean, it's going to be an, an environment, hopefully, like we've never seen before. And I hope that carries through. Every single home game until the playoffs because we're going to need it. The fans are going to need it. It's going to be an electric environment. It's a big test week one. That's a big week one at home. Then we're on the road to Cowboys. I thought that was going to be Thanksgiving. Ends up being week two in Jerry World. Come back week three for our first one o'clock game versus New England. I have to be there. We, I have to finally be there when we beat New England at home. (laughs) I have to. I've been dying, bro. I've been dying for this game. I have to be there week three. Richie's going to get me there. Shout out to Jets media. And then week four, Sunday night football, Mahomes versus Rogers. Jump to week five, Jets at Denver with Hackett. Jump to week six. Eagles at the Jets. We've never beaten the Eagles ever. Is it going to happen with Aaron Rodgers? Dude, those we finally first... have the bye week. What yeah, a crazy bye week, week seven. But, dude, dude, those first four weeks, Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Kansas City, I mean, those are like 
big-time hitting teams in Philadelphia. I mean, coming off a Super Bowl. Denver than Philadelphia, bro. We can't, we, we can't throw Denver under the bus. It's we, in Denver. Yeah, it's in Denver. That's always been a challenge for us, for sure. And Denver had a tough season last year. The Nathaniel Hackett thing's definitely going to come up a zillion times. Um, I'm but, shocked that dude, wasn't those... prime time, too. That was another thing I, I, I called that didn't work out. Yeah, a couple 4 o'clock games. Um, a lot of home games. Four, four of our first six home or games are at home. That worries me a little bit. That means we're going to be on the road a little bit towards the end of the season, towards the back half of the season. When I'd rather be at home, get the get the cool weather, get the elements on our side. Um, but hopefully that means we can start out hot hosting these teams. I mean, huh. New England and Kansas City back to back. I mean, that is a tall order for the New York Jets. Do you think, we'll, you think we could do three and three there? I want to ask you the order. Oh yeah, I had it. I had it as four and two. Wow, that would oh. be amazing. That'd be amazing. All right, we'll get to exactly what you games you have as L's there at a different point. After sure. that, we got the we got the Jets Giants October 29th Halloween game. I mean, that's gonna be amazing. One, that's our first one o'clock game since week two. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. That, that that's gonna be cool at MetLife. Then we got two prime times in a row, man. Home versus Chargers, which is a weird one. Monday night versus Chargers. I don't know why that, but Herbert. Okay, cool. Uh, then we then we're at Vegas, which all right, <laughs> it's Rogers in Vegas, I guess. That's the, the one I don't. Adams. That's the one I don't get. Like Chargers with Herb, or the Chargers are supposed to contend. So many people are going to pick the Chargers to win the Super Bowl, like they do every year, or the <laughs> AFC or this division, whatever it is. The Vegas one to me makes no sense. I mean, uh, you know, it's cool. I guess it's in Las Vegas, so like that's always fun. But like. I don't know if anyone's expecting Las Vegas to be a contending team. There's a lot of teams on the schedule I'd rather play in primetime this season. But who knows? That's an interesting one. At Buffalo, those are the three tough road games. But Giants is not a road game. It's home off a bye. So it's really just at Vegas, at Buffalo. And at Buffalo, Thanksgiving week could be fine. It could be terrible, but it could be fine. (laughs) You know what I mean? Usually that's all the way at the end. Luckily this year... I don't know about luckily, but January 7th, Orthodox Christmas at New England. That's going to be a tough game, man. I don't, I don't, yeah. oh, man, I, don't <laughs> I hope that game doesn't matter. That'd be lovely. But anyway, yep. after the Buffalo game, home, nice three game home stretch. Remember how it worked at for Miami on Black year? Friday? Black Friday game. Oh, yeah, that's right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. The first one is Black Friday, but this, this gave me, I'm so haunted by this because it looks so easy on paper. You remember just last year the three home games on paper yeah. looked so easy. Uh, Detroit, Houston, what was the other one? Jacksonville. Was it Jacksonville? We just got killed all three of them yeah. dude, with the with the forty five yard fourth down. My boy Quincy Williams, courtesy of him, to the third string tight end. And we yeah. got smoked on Thursday night football by Trevor Lawrence. Like oh, it was just so embarrassing. But we got the first Black Friday game. Jets apparently want to make it their game. They just host the Black Friday game every year and they're stealth That'd black. Be awesome. It would be it would be awesome. It's also hilarious that the news came out prior that the Cincinnati Bengals asked for it to be their game and they didn't even get the game. Like they didn't yeah. not only did you know did they say no, but also they just didn't play. Yeah. Um so we have the Black Friday Miami game at home at a three o'clock start, really weird on a Friday. Extremely weird. We got Sunday, home, one o'clock, Atlanta. Sunday, one o'clock, one o'clock home, Houston. Those are nice. December yeah. games, Southern cities. Those, those Coming are, to those are going to be good. Yep. I'm excited for those. And one of those is on Fox, which is weird. One o'clock game, AFC on Fox. Yeah. And I think that Aaron Rodgers is going to kill because it's on Fox. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's it's, like, well, it's, it's the, it's the new, is it the new, it's the new rule, right? Where it's like, there's no more. Conferences are no longer tied to television stations. Every game yeah. is up for grabs. You can, it could be wherever. It could be on, it could be on Amazon Prime. It could be on ESPN Plus. It could be all over the place. You never know where the game is going to be. You got to yeah, figure it Paramount out. Paramount Plus, week. Paramount Plus for yeah. the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah we'll Peacock, see. whatever they got going. Bro, I'm telling you right now, if, if our game, if they, they put Aaron Rodgers on Peacock Plus, they will never do it. I was, <laughs> there'll be, there'll be a riot and I'll be at the front <laughs> of the line. All right. Closing out here. Final four. Yep. After the, uh, we got at Miami in December, that might be a game I go to. 
Yeah. Miami, December, right before Christmas. We got Christmas Eve, home versus the Washington Commanders. Love that. New owners. Shout out to them. Christmas Eve, we host Christmas Eve. Gather everyone around. I might have, oh, yeah, it's one that, o'clock too. So it's before anyone gets here too. I'll just watch that while everyone's traveling in. And people <laughs> be walking in the fourth quarter. You got the Jets game on? Hell yeah, we got the Jets game on, and we're up thirty-three to two right now. I can't wait. <laughs> wow, I can't uh, that's wait. funny because we usually we usually host. Them. I guess I'm not going to that game. Um, yeah, at Cleveland Thursday night. Week 17, I hope that, I just hope this game doesn't matter. I imagine the last two games just don't matter at Cleveland, at New England. Imagine these, I mean, I know I'm living in fantasy world, but imagine they just don't matter. Imagine we're just locked in the division. Like there's only one bye. Kansas City got it. And we're, we're locked in the division. You see Zach Wilson at New England again. See what Zach Wilson Oh my God. Yo, against, I will, I will be the, the happiest person him throwing four picks. Just <laughs> chilling. Oh my God. That would be amazing, dude. I would have the time of my life. Yeah. Especially because if we beat New England, though. We have to beat New yeah, England we have home, to, yeah, early in the season. Yep. I don't care that we won the division. We need to beat New England. It's imperative <laughs> that we beat New England. So I can't. True. I can't do this anymore. We have to beat New England. We have to beat Buffalo in Buffalo. Yep. We have to beat the Philadelphia Eagles for the first time in my life. We have to beat Giants fans because I I I, I can't handle it. Too much like, is all the line. Yep. <laughs> yeah, like those four games are like huge for me. Like I, those are. <laughs> Like personal games, Cleveland. We better be Cleveland because Elijah Moore better just shut up. Because if he beats us, he's gonna post about. It, he's gonna write poems about us. Oh. I, I can't have that. <laughs> I can't have that. So I got, I got five personal games before the season even starts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We better win Black Friday, bro. If we want the Black Friday game to be ours, we better make a showing. Yeah, Black Friday. I want that the Jets just decline Thanksgiving. They're just like, dude, we know you're gonna show the butt fumble 650 times. We don't want anything to do with it. Just put us on Black Friday. I would love that. I would. I would love. That's like part of the conditions. Like you can't show the butt fumble. We'll do. We'll do Black <laughs> Friday, but you can't show the butt fumble. I love it. All right, that wraps up this Jets episode. Covered a lot here with uh, Carl Austin and Q. Will. We did the one Jets drive episode. Fight twenty three ascension. Went over the schedule a little bit. It's going to get a little slow on the Jets side. It's a little slow on the Knicks side. Is it about to be baseball season, Greg? How are the Mets doing, bud? <sighs> we won our last two games, John. We beat the Tampa, <laughs> we, we beat the Tampa Bay Rays. We won two out of three against the Rays, who are the best team in baseball. So by all things, you know, I'm watching. We're back, baby. We're locked and loaded. I love that the Mets beat the Rays. Yankees are back. They woke are up they? Aaron Judge. Oh, yeah, another home run today for Aaron Judge and a W. They're not going to throw out of games for cheating? That's not happening? Bro, bro. You, what you, 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 what you, I'm not going to put on my armor and, and gra- grab my Jon Snow sword and go to the wall to defend Domingo Herman, bro. All right? All right. He, he, does, he does a lot of things, all right? This is, not, this is the least of my concerns with Domingo mm-hmm. Herman, that he put a little, little extra stuff on his hand, right? Scherzer, mm-hmm. you're... you're you're hundred million dollar man. It was rosin and sweat, John. There was <laughs> yeah, an MLB alcohol. official. There was an MLB <laughs> official with alcohol who washed him, washed his hands, and he went out there and yeah. put rosin on his hands, like pitchers have been doing since 1909, no and he gets like, thrown out of the game. No problem. You put your armor on. You take your John Snow sword. You go to the wall. You defend Scherzer. You want me to defend the Herman? No problem. No, I don't. I don't. Go ahead. Throw him. Take the ten game suspension. We'll see you. We'll see you next start. No, we'll see if you can make the end. Like I don't care. It doesn't matter. I just I don't want to hear Aaron Rod, Aaron Judge stuff. Uh, the whole him cheating for looking at the dugout. He was looking. He's looking. He's looking at his his uh, first base coach. Yes, he was outside the square. Go look at an NBA game. Go look at the other team. Nobody's standing in the stupid square. Spolstra is coaching slash yep. in half court. <laughs> like he's not anyone near, near the line. Aaron Judge home run every single game since that, including two one game. I I love this. I think he woke up the Yankees beast. I think we're finally starting to get it together. I think the Yankees are gonna start making the summer push. It's starting to get nice out in the, the Bronx. In now. You guys had that one month like last season where you lost like four games. It was like insane. <laughs> I, I I I I really think the Yankees are gonna start uh, start picking up some, uh, some W's here. They, they've been getting pushed around a little bit, but we have a three game series with the Reds, followed, followed by a three game series with the Orioles before you run into the Padres at home and then the Mariners and then Dodgers. So uh, I would love it, two, man. 
two tough series that. in there, but the first two, the, the next two coming up are, are big. If we get if we get ahead here, let's keep up the streak. Giancarlo Stanton maybe coming back at a certain point. Josh Johnson got re hurt. Whatever, uh, whatever goes on. With Josh Johnson is what it is. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> let me let me ask you this quick question. Speaking of gambling stuff, who's gonna hit the most home runs this year? Is it Aaron Judge? Is it Peter Alonso? Oh. Or is it Max Muncy? Oh my God! Imagine if it was Max Muncy. Is he leading the league right now in home runs? Dude, I, I have my futures on Max Muncy. <laughs> is he honest. doing well? Yeah, he's um, right I mean, now. he has fourteen. Yeah, Alonso I mean, has sixteen. Yeah, Pete Alonso was Pete Alonso was red hot. I think he had like eight in the first ten games, like some career first twelve games. Like it was insane. And then he cooled off a ton. He hit one. He hit the go ahead walk off home run last night. So that was incredible. I hope he's kind of getting back in a groove. He might have had one today too. Um, he has he has sixteen and forty five games. Judge has twelve and thirty six games. Muncie has fourteen and thirty nine games. It's pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. All of them. Um, I hate that Joey Gallo's on this list with 10. and drives me nuts. <laughs> it literally drives yeah. me out of my mind nuts. <laughs> I mean, all I know, John, if I was a betting man, my big my big bet last year, my big tip was Jorge Soler from Miami. He is like he, – he is like all the metrics lined up for him to have like a great season hitting home runs, and he just didn't do it, and now he's tied for seventh. So I don't know what the odds are on him right now, but maybe throw a little bit on that. But All right, really quick, really quick. What's your NBA Finals? And who's your Stanley Cup? Real quick, uh, real quick. I, I mean, I win a lot of money if it's an all-Florida celebration. If the Heat and Panthers both win, I win a ton of money. Yuck. Um, Yuck. So I'll, I'll go that. I'll go Heat and who I'll go Panthers. Who are, the, who are the Heat playing? Heat play the Lakers. Um, all right. I got Heat Denver and, and Denver winning. Okay, I just and I have the Hurricanes. One. I have the Hurricanes absolutely just winning the cup. That's like plus that, fifty. Hurricanes are the best would, team. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. Um, crack it. Let me down. Nuggets, Jets. Incredible, incredible, incredible. The USA women's soccer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I lost all my bets with women in soccer, and it's driving me nuts. That's such a lock that's gonna hit. I had a lot of futures going into these playoffs, John. I'm down to I'm down to my last four. So, um, right. I got one with the Nuggets. I got one with the Celtics. I actually have one with the Lakers, and I have two with the Heat. So I have five left. But well, I know we're bleeding. I know we're bleeding into here. Uh, we're we're almost at the hour mark here. I know we're bleeding into yeah. some other stuff, but dude, I want to tell you something, Jalen Brown. I was one Jalen Brown three and one Horford three from winning like three K off five bucks. And they both took threes in the fourth quarter. And then like the last two, they both took the threes too. Like they, they took them. They just kept missing. It was the worst. I hit, I hit everything. I hit everything in that game. It was, you sent me the and, one, you sent me the you sent me and Chip the one last week or whatever. We had like 14, you had like 12 things correct. And you had, was it, was, uh, it was Randall rebounds. Dude, rebound a freaking basketball one time for your boys. Dude, Come on, Julius, Julius Randall. Julius Randall. Don't even get me started. Are we trading him for Towns? No. Julius, yo, Carl Towns in like four years is making $60 million a year. In four years. I don't want to trade for everyone. My hot take is that we don't trade for anyone. We just try to get more picks. I think there's three people in the NBA that you trade everything for. And it's not Carl Towns because the, the, the stuff I saw for Carl Towns was like Julius Randle, R.J. Barrett, and like three first round picks. No, if no, you no. do that, you should be shot on the street. I mean, that's <laughs> no, an no, that's insane trade. That's there's, I, I think there's three people that you make that type of trade for in the NBA: Who? Tatum, Giannis, okay. Jokic. Oh yeah, the uh, Joker. I'll give him literally the entire team except for him. Bro. Uh, yeah, other him, than those three. You can name any player in the league other than those three. I don't think you trade five first round picks for them or two yeah. all stars and three first round picks. Yeah, but I would trade, I would trade Randall, all star, all NBA, two time for both of them, plus a couple players, whoever you want. If you want IQ, if you want Grimes, 
like stuff like that. If you want Mitch, I would go for Embiid. Leon Rose was his agent. I would take yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's so less, that's, that's less than RJ Brunson or RJ and uh No, you Randall keep RJ. Three, yeah, that's what I'm saying. If yeah, lesser trade for sure, but the the full all out will give you everything. I'll do five Ro- picks in Randall and 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 Grimes or something. I, I wouldn't I, do that for Embiid. I wouldn't do it for Embiid. I wouldn't love it, but I would. I wouldn't love it because because then you're literally you're literally one wing away. Like any you're wing not, that just though. shows up, you're not. That's the biggest fallacy in the NBA going. You trade, you trade five first round picks or four first round picks for someone, and you're you're in contention. And I think, dude, Joel Embiid had James Harden and three other good players this year, and he can't get the out of the second round. He stinks. He stinks. Joel Embiid stinks in the playoffs. He needs a point guard. He needs a point guard that's doesn't not matter go away in the fourth quarter. If he wants to come here as a free agent, that's fine. But to trade your future for any any anyone in the NBA besides those three people that I named is just lunacy. Kevin Durant, you're an idiot. The Suns are idiots. They're not going to win anything. They're dumb. LeBron James, I wouldn't trade five first round picks for LeBron James right now or Anthony Davis. But but you're 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 conflict. I mean. We are off the rails, but we are, you're conflating the first round picks. Like we have three first round that are protected, right? Like you could have all of those. You want R for, you want R's for 2024? Take it. Yeah. You want yeah, R's for 2027? Yeah. No problem. Not those fake first round picks. I'm talking about real first round picks. But I'm saying you take those three and then give them our own three. Then it says six first round picks. That's what you're selling back to your organization. No problem. That's really only three for us. I, I'm, I'm, I'm actually okay with that. If it's for a real center. With offense, if you have Jalen Brunson, Embiid, and R.J. Barrett, Obi Toppin, Grimes, IQ, you're gonna win a lot. You're not winning anything. (laughs) We'll talk. We'll save this. We'll table this for uh, next episode or. You know, you know, you know, I've been wanting R.J. Barrett for Jimmy Butler, but that's it's all done. All my Jimmy Butler fantasies are over. Yeah. So. All right. (laughs) There you have it. Did some Jets. Did some. I guess I was talking hockey. I was talking Knicks, the free agencies, last trades. I was talking NBA Finals. You know what it we, is. We saved you the golf talk. We'll, we'll pick that up. We'll pick that up another time. Big major championship. Dude, Kepka had a bad day, huh? Yeah. A lot, of people were, a lot of people were hot on Kepka. Shuffler, Shuffler just a beast, dude. dude. Shuffler and Rom. If you're trying to make money, just bet those two. And Shuffler's a beast. Yeah, he's unreal. Hit us up. Knicks coming, Jets coming, ETC period. Twitter, YouTube, like and subscribe. At Winning P Weekly, Greg, at Jay Malika. Or in the offseason, hit us up. Yankees, Mets, NHL, NBA. Jets. A little golf talk. A little golf talk. A little tennis we'll talk. We'll see you in the OTAs. RIP Rafa. We'll see you next season, buddy. We're going to miss you at the Garros. And uh, and and Kyrgios is out. He's not going to be at the U.S. Open. It's tough. Is what it is. Is what it is. All right, we out. J E T S. Jets, Jets, Jets. As Carl Lawson says, you see, he reposted his thing. The Ascension. The yes, yeah, I did see that. The Ascension. We're here. Episode one. We're ready for episode two. Just, I just need a little preview. I need a little on uh, next time on. Oh, that's true. Take flight. Where was that? I was missing that. Little X Men. Little X Men. Next time on X Men. Yeah, just a little something. Love it. We out. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.
This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.